Uh, and we're going to ask you what beers you're drinking. Yeah, because we have a guy. Yeah, right on. We have, we have one listener, and he cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Well, for that one guy, I'm starting with an Irish red. You know, I've heard – I don't think I had that when I was there, but people are raving about that, dude. There's really been some good, some good uh, feedback that yeah. I've been getting. Actually – uh, we got lucky. Enough of the locals really love the Irish Red that they go to High V, the Summit Grill there at High V. Right. They requested us, requested High V to get our Irish Red on tap. So nice. We were fortunate enough to be able to go ahead and put that one on there, and it kind of a cool story behind it. It's kind of cool. Uh, well, we'll have to we'll have to tell that one. Yeah. Yeah. The Irish immigrant that built this building, his name was O'Connell, so we named it O'Connell's Irish Ale. Oh, nice. Cool. Nice. His family is still here with the Historical Society, so we got to announce to his great-grandchildren that we were naming the beer after him for building this building. So That's cool. That's super cool. cool. It was really neat. So they were really excited, really happy, so it was a, it was a fun moment. Well, apparently we've already started, so uh, let's uh, just – So I should just do the thing. Ro- roll as, as – what's his name? James Corden says, roll the title. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dyer Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dyer Oil Graphics can build for you at DyerOil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. Ahoy there. Welcome to Beers with are Nigel. We, are, 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 we, are we ships with Nigel I don't, now? I, I, don't know why, I don't know why I haven't said that. Uh, ahoy there. <laughs> the pirates was Nigel. The, I'm Nigel. That's Nick. I'm that other guy. Welcome to, this is episode 32. 32. Did you think we'd get this far? Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't we? There's somebody, you know, I don't know why we wouldn't. Maybe I might be questioning your stamina. I don't know. Never question my stamina. <laughs> is that inappropriate? <laughs> no, not oh. for this show. It's okay. fine. Hey, welcome to the show. We got Brian Fenstermaker from Iron Kettle. The, at the te- it's the almost the second newest brewery on in Eastern Jackson County because uh, you opened right. No, no, I guess you no, no, because what you call it? The goat was after you, weren't they? I think the goat was actually right before us. Did they open up before St. Patty's? Yeah. Yes, they, they did. did. Yeah. Right before. Yeah, you're right. They beat us by a couple weeks. I so think. you so you are the newest. So far, yeah. Well, yeah. The, I mean, and as you as we said on social media, the first and the oldest. First and Green the oldest. Valley Brewery. Green Valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's up, brother? How are you, man? Great, great. It's a good day. Man, thanks for coming on, man. Um, great brewery. You guys are off to a, a, a fucking flying start. The time I went, I, it was packed house. It was great weather. Patio's dope. Um, what's it been like? I mean, you're in in the throes of, you know, this thing. You did it. Where you, where, 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 where are you emotionally right now? Emotionally? Oh. <laughs> That's a loaded question, isn't it? Yeah. Are we talking with the pub or just normal in general? Life? I mean, let's just go for it all. <laughs> you know, I'm a boot, all, all encompassing. I'm a bootleg counselor. 
like shade, like shade tree. You know, you come talk to me. I can tell you this: this podcast isn't long enough for my issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, the thing we don't have a time limit, and, yeah. and our podcast is like a couch. Yes, <laughs> not a casting couch, mind you. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's been humbling. We've been busy, like you said. Uh, the weekends we've been packed, and it's just it's it. You know, you you build something, you put all your heart and soul into working in this thing, and you know, you just hope people are going to show up. Um, but they have definitely showed up, and then some. And we've been packed and. We've had just great responses all around. It's been it's it's been welcoming. So it's been so so, so surprising. Has it been surprising? Uh, the volume, I would say, it was surprising to us. With as packed as we've been, it was you know you hope for the best, but you never know. But it it's been a steady stream this whole first opening month. It's been fantastic. Did you feel that? Did you feel that building as you got closer to open? I mean, the you're opening in a place where there's there's not really another another choice. Nope, nope. That we definitely cornered the market there when we got in here, and you know we've known since we're from Green Valley, we've known it's needed something like this forever. But you know is only finally able to come. And so beforehand, the the social media buzz got us thinking that it was actually going to be a little bit bigger than we were expecting, and uh, it has been. It, yeah, it, it's been crazy but fun and rewarding and i've been able to get behind the bar a few nights and ha actually be scheduled to be back there serving and that's that's really fun when you get to talk with people about your beer and yeah that you're the brewer behind the bar that that's been a blast I, I really enjoyed that so it's you know it's cool because you know they're already on the there's the eastern jackson county beer trail now right and, and because you know and inevitably People will go to East 40, they'll go see you guys, and they'll come to Windshift. And literally, the first weekend you guys were open, oh, yeah, we just came from Grain Valley because it, it, was, it was the craziest thing. But it's cool because this side of the county is like getting some, you know, some love brewery wise, you know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, the, you know, you don't have to go to Kent, all the way to Kansas City now. You've got all these breweries popping over here. So it's, it's been awesome, uh, you know, for, I think for everybody. Oh, it's been a blast. Uh, we've been trying, you know, we've got, a few guest taps on. So we've got East 40 on tap. We've got Fringe on tap, uh, three trails on tap. We're trying to get Tony there wind shift, but with his smaller system, he said he'll get me a keg when he can. And uh, <laughs> right. patiently awaiting. I can't wait for one of his, uh, mm -hmm. but you know, I understand. So we're trying to get everyone we can that's from the Lee Summit, Blue Springs, Independence areas, try to get a few beers on tap. That's nice. So we can just promote community, you know, because I mean, exactly that. We love being able to sit there and talk to people that are coming in from the outskirts and haven't really ventured in. But now that Grain Valley's got one, we're sending them over to Blue Springs too, yeah. telling them about everyone. And so it's, it's, that that part's fun, being able to promote the community. I mean, because that's what we are in the beer community. Yeah, we it's like all love. Drink, man. And <laughs> uh, before we before we go on, uh, go ahead and we, uh, shout out to Junior. Junior, uh, what are you drinking, Brian? Irish Red O'Connell's Irish Ale. And Junior, we're drinking. Uh, what is that? Thought Thought and Memory from Crane. It's a coffee porter, if I'm not mistaken. With from I can't even read that shit. Is that what kind you know, of coffee is that? After thirty-two episodes, you think you'd remember 
You're cheater readers. I'm not going to bring no cheaters on the podcast. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you can read it. That's perfect. <laughs> what well, I mean, why we don't need two blind people? It doesn't say. It does say right at the bottom bottom of the of the oh. uh, yeah. Collaboration with uh, Oleo Coffee. Oleo Coffee. I mean, I, I guess they're local. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here, here's the thing, Junior. Beer. Good. <laughs> Drink beer, Junior. <laughs> he's actually been over to your spot. And he really enjoyed it. So that's one of that's one of our. He's he's a super super regular at Windshift, but he's a regular at all the breweries. Let's just go with that. <laughs> I thought I was regular. He's more regular than me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you noticed or not, but I think people. Are- uh- there, we, there go. we go. It's been a few episodes. It's, yeah. I, I couldn't let that one pass. No. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's thanks, Sue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep that on your, your, your head. I just had some, I just ha- had some happy hour uh, uh, burnt ends over at Smoke. Ooh. Yeah. So that's sorry. Yeah. So, so Brian, let's go back in time, bro, because we always ask people, you know, um, when you first, what was your first that you remember that was beer that wasn't the regular shit that we used to drink? That was something you were like, oh my God, this is different. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yep. What was that? We were 21. Me and my buddy uh, went out on a snowboarding trip to Colorado. We've been doing it since we were 18. Um, I've got family out there. So obviously being the beer Mecca, as we were heading out and being 21, the first, oh my God, different one was Tommy Knocker Brewery in Idaho Springs. Oh wow. And I had their maple nut brown. I've always been a sweet beer fan, um, only more, you know, last few years converting to IPAs and everything else, too, with all the flavor. But uh, I'm still a malty sweet beer fan. And that maple nut brown was the yeah. thing that, you know, tipped me off to the craft market. Besides hard wheat. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard Tommy Knocker in forever. Yeah. Well, yeah I think that's the first. Yeah, that, yeah, the first you're the first person to mention that on the podcast. I was like, that's that's old school right there, man. Yeah, well, that's old school. Up there, look at the gray, man. Oh, uh, that, that gray, wait, wait, wait. bro, bro, yeah. gray, gray doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I got I got plenty of people way younger than me who got gray shit. Okay, uh, all right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my my brother's almost five years older. No gray. Me, it's all gray. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after that, obviously, you know. Between then and now, a lot of things have happened with you in beer. At what point did you decide, decide to um, get into it after that Tommy Knocker brewing, that sort of thing? Because I know you were a home brewer and all that business. When, when did you pick that up? I picked the home brewing up in about 2009. So once that first trip was in 2001 when I could legally buy beer. Right. <laughs> so... After that first trip, I had eight years of the craft market scene, uh, just loving it. And then it got to the point where, you know, craft beers can be expensive. And at that point, I had two younger kids that needed all my money. So (laughs) and so I I started picking his brain about it. And I was like, what's that all about? What's it really save you? And he's trying to tell me cost comparisons and what it would save. But how with the initial investment, it's going to take years. And I'm like. My liver can handle it. It'll be good. <laughs> That's but awesome. 2009, I jumped in, uh, did a couple extract batches with him. Uh, it went, he got me to do the first extract. He was already on all grain, but then I bought a little mini system, started doing some extract, did like two batches of extract brewing. 
and then immediately went all in and bought everything to go all green and never looked back. That was in 2009. So, Was there something that just made after two batches? You were just like, yep, nope, I'm going in. Yes. Uh, color. Color was off all the time. With the extracts, they were never the proper color of the beer. And so you thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to enter one into a competition. And then the judges rip you apart and you realize, <laughs> hey, this isn't good. I need to just switch to all grain. So it was actually, for me, it was about more control. So I could go taste the grain and figure right. out you know, what what I liked, what I wanted to impart in the beer. So that's where it came about for me. So what what were you brewing in the beginning? What 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 was your jam? You you said kind of the the the, the malty, the sweet, that sort of thing. Yep, I started off with I think the first one I did was just an extract batch of an amber. I just wanted some malty and sweet and. So I just went with your basic amber just to get going. And then the next one, I just did a like a chocolate stout. So those were my first two extract batches. And then I did uh, an Irish red uh, with the extract. And that one was pretty good. But once again, color was off. But yeah. <laughs> it wasn't red. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like my bottling. I bottled once. And I, I said, I am never cleaning that many bottles again. I went yeah. out. So. Yeah, there's a, a, a reason uh, homebrewers don't really bottle. That's be, it has to be a really special beer. Right. Because it's, right. it's a pain in the ass. It is. <laughs> Clean all those fucking bottles is ridiculous. I think yeah. it's like an hour, hour and a half to make sure we cleaned and sanitized six yeah. bottles for the whatever batch, the five-gallon batch we did. And it was, yeah, it was a pain. Yeah, my buddy used to do the bottles, and I was like, "This is not fun. It's not fun. It's not the fun part of brewing." No, well, no. the fun part's drinking, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, brew days are fun. I but like you get brew. you get to drink and brew, so that's fun. See, that's where I was always weird. I did it once, and it seemed at that point I had a few things go wrong, and I had to think on the fly while drunk, and I was like, "Yeah." I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I got to the point where I'd start brewing a little earlier in the day, right? wouldn't crack that beer till my beer was in the fermenter and with yeast. That's, then, I mean, that's smart. Cleaning, now I'm drinking. That's right. You got to get through that cleaning part. Well, what he says, he's got a system. I mean, it's a good system. So do you remember Do you remember that first beer that you nailed? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it I've, I've been pretty fortunate. I will say this. I mean, I, obviously everyone has a style they don't like. But I took all the information from a bunch of great home brewers and from ZZ Hops members and, and my buddy who got me into it. I used their info, so I used it to my advantage. I've never really had a bad batch of beer. I've had styles. I was like, eh, that wasn't quite what I was looking for. I'll tweak it. But I've never had one that came out where I was like, oh, yeah, that's horrible. I've got to dump it. So I, I've been fortunate. But the first one that I really nailed was a, a chocolate milk stout where I was like, yeah, that's it. And then the next one was the amber ale, which actually we have on tap right here. Nice. That, that amber, uh, I, I pretty much damn near nailed exactly what I was going for with that one. I got a really sweet malty backbone. But the beers got 65 IBUs, like an IPA. 
but with the malt background, you can't tell. They balance each other out. So right. you can tell it's hoppy, but it's it doesn't let on to actually how hoppy it is. And so that is the first one that I nailed exactly what I was going for. That malty backbone with a ton of hops. Do you still make that chocolate milk stout? Yeah, I'm getting ready to do it. Uh, we're going to put it on nitro. So we're going to. Oh, there you go. I'm there. Stout on <laughs> I'm in. And then we'll have a different one. Uh, you were saying Crane paired up uh, with that coffee porter with Olio. Uh, I paired up with Blip Roasters down at oh, the yeah. bottoms. And I've got uh, two pounds of espresso for one of my next stouts. I'm going to do a vanilla latte stout that's coming. Oh, Ooh. shit. Okay. So I'll do some vanilla syrup, some milk lactose, and throw two pounds of espresso in there as well. So, so, so you you mentioned ZZ Hops, and you know I like to tout ZZ Hops because I don't know of any other uh, homebrew club that has as many people who have been in that group, whether long term or short term, that have gone pro. It's kind of crazy. Um, when you got into the group, you know there's some there's there's a wide swath of of expertise in that group. What did you learn from getting in that? Cause you obviously you've been homebrewing way before that. Um, when you got into the group, what, what did that do for you? Uh, immense. And actually I was only brewing for a year before I joined ZZ hops. Really? Yeah. Uh, my buddy that got me into homebrewing was already a member of ZZ hops. Who was that? His name was Bryant Gish. Okay. Yeah. He's another elevator guy. Yeah, that's right. Yep. He he hasn't been in a couple of years because he he had his daughter, and so his daughter's been taking up all his time. Those meddling I, kids, yeah. Yeah, I, that was the way of beer time, but <laughs> and all the other time. <laughs> so he's the one that got me into it, and uh, all his knowledge was really helpful because everything he learned, he was trying to emulate a pro brewery, and so right. from get go, the information I was getting from him and got from the members at ZZ Hops, it's, it's, it's been the same. Everyone is worried about really, uh, really honing in the craft of brewing. And they've been a big help. So getting into ZZ Hops was awesome. They, there was so much information coming from all the guys. It was invaluable. I, I don't think I'd be here without that whole group to help and you know critique, give ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Off of. Like you said, it's been incredible how many people have come out of there to now own their own breweries that's that's impressive yeah it was i had i had to uh, eat some crow the other day because oh. I, I tell people all the time i've never home brewed i've only i've only brewed at diametric and, and windshift and then my buddy uh will was like no you have bro home brewed you 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 home brewed with me and he's the one who got me into zz hops well <laughs> i was like are you sure he has pictures of me brewing at his house. <laughs> well, that's, that's where the drinking while brewing came in. No, no, remember. I, no, I, I, I was actually, I was actually doing the brewing the beer, and I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." So I had to eat some crow and be like, "Yeah, I have home brewed it. That's weird." So, <laughs> but he was the same guy that we bottled that damn beer. We're like, "We're not going to do that again." Right. I, I have been drinking on the sidelines a couple times, but I've never brewed. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get you off the sidelines. It's time for a mystery beer, Nick. Uh oh, we so need mystery beer music. Oh, we do. I think. <laughs> I think we should do that. So this is the mystery beer bag. Um, shout out to Tony Medina, who who is yet to come on the show, but he, I think he procured it from a golf t- uh, course. That is definitely a golf. We course don't know bag. where is it, but we keep it classy. Brown paper bag. 
perfect. So Nick, I bring these, and Nick has no idea what I'm going to bring. It's time to upgrade the bag. And and technically, I don't know what I'm going to bring. I'm bringing to like 20 minutes before we do shit. So yeah, we what need we to get some here? more bags. Uh, Roundhouse Brewery Cinder Dick IPA. <laughs> I think that's just for you because I was like, I think that's the first time I've said Dick on the show. <laughs> Cinder Dick, huh? C- Cinder Dick. Cinder Dick. Hold it up. Right on. Cinder Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's a brewery out of what? Wisconsin? Uh, Brainerd, Minnesota. Minnesota. Shout out to Scott Kranz. An unfiltered beer. It's 5.8%. 76 IBU. Crack it open. Here we go. You want a clean glass? Look at that. Yeah, it's uh, Scott Kranz. I'm sure you probably know who he is, right? That would be the first family. You, yeah, trust me. If you saw him, you'd know him. He and his wife and his daughter, they go to all the breweries. So uh, he always, he's a great guy. And he's like, hey, I'm in Omaha or I'm here. When we pick up some beer, I'm like, well, always. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talk, you know, we've been talking about beer karma, how beer karma is. It's real. I was, check this out, talking about beer karma. I was at, at Three Trails Saturday night, right? Stopped in there. Got to talking to the owner, um, Matt. Shout out to Matt. Um, he bought me a bunch of beers. But before he could buy me beers, I had a flight, right? And there was this dude. He's in a mask, right? You can't really tell who it is. They're like, that guy over there bought your flight. I'm like, then he took down his mask. I'm like, oh, beer karma. That's what that is. I wasn't looking for free beer. It looks for me. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. So let's talk about um, this building you guys are in. I mean, it's what's the story behind that? It's great. A lot of work. That's what's behind that story. <laughs> <laughs> it was a full rehab. So the brick you see behind me, uh, it was covered in plaster and then mm. covered it in sheetrock walls too. Isn't, oh. that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was a... Uh, when we came into the building, it used to be an antique store, but it's right, like you said, on the main downtown strip, all one block of it. But it uh, it was an antique store, and they had just been this way forever, and we came in and just did a full gut. And to get our rooftop deck, they, I don't know, did you go up to the rooftop deck? I, I did. I did. It's, it's super right. dope. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, that actually we had to rip out the whole back half of the roof of the building and put in a steel structure to be able to pour the concrete to actually hold that rooftop deck you're standing on when you were up there uh that's, that's good to know that was a heck of a process yeah we, there was a lot of engineering that we Holy holy. <laughs> when you look at the building and all the remodeling the one cool thing that we can say uh is we will actually were involved in every step of the process minus two we did not hang the sheetrock, and we didn't do the HVAC. Okay. Well, I mean, that's... Oh, and the plumbing. The guy did the underground plumbing and all the plumbing. But other than that, when you look at all the all the remodel work, ripping out the roof, putting up the structural steel, any of the work you see on the building, it was all us. We had a group of us, and we just, we've been working our butts off for nine months to get to open when we did on St. Patty's. So how old is that building? hundred years. Wow. Wow. How big is your space? Uh, the whole building is about 25 feet wide, 26 feet wide by about 80 feet long. 
And then we've got the second story that has a private meeting room and the rooftop deck. And then we have an outdoor patio. In yeah, it's giant. Building. Holy moly, that is a huge... Yeah, the, the, the outdoor patio is giant. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was very impressed. Taking up all, all the space. We were lucky. Uh, the Historical Society actually owned that uh, little spot there, the alleyway. Uh-huh. They're to the south side of us on the opposite side of the alley. And so right. they, we had talked to them about it. And, and they were gracious enough to love the idea of what we're trying to do, rehab it. Yeah. And, and just restore it and put something good in there for the community. Yeah. So told them our idea and they sold us the alley. So we, we couldn't have been happier. And, yeah. You know, it worked out well. So Nick, what do you like? What do you, what do you think of your, of your cinder dick? I like the dick. Like we couldn't resist. We had to, we had to go like, there, right? <laughs> I'm just wondering how, how they got um, um, name approval. From the government. Yeah. Now, this is a first. Having the task behind you and pouring a beer. That's beautiful. I, I, it's the first, but it's glorious. No, it's great. <laughs> the only thing better is, is if he'd had somebody there to move the camera and get us the <laughs> shot of the pour. <laughs> <laughs> One is going to be of three trails. Oh, nice. We what, you, what three trails do you have? They're... I have two. We have their chocolate cherry milk tank, and we have their Belgian triple. So, oh, oh, you got a couple of good ones, man. <laughs> By the way, this is fancy. What oh, is? Uh, those are good beers. Yeah, those are no, no. I, you know, it was, it was it was crazy, Brian. When I was there, I loved it, but it was so busy that yeah. you know, um, I got I got to give a shout out to my girl Stephanie Michaelis. So you know, you guys have that little area where it's it's almost like a little stage. Yeah. But there was a table over there, right? And so we were sitting over there, and she totally fell off the back of her chair off that thing. It was great. <laughs> we Is there video? It. Huh? Is there video? God, no. Damn. A little comedic moment. Oh, we loved it. Is she, she okay? She, she loved it. You kidding me? It was, it was, it was epic. It was bloody epic. So, so at what? Talk about when, you know, you're a home brewer and it, Obviously, you like what you're doing. At what point did you you were like, "Hmm, I should open a brewery." You want the real answer? Well, yeah, always the real answer. Yeah, it was my brother, <laughs> and they ruin everything. Yeah, I know. Her brother, and he went. He's like, you know what? I what what happened is he was a light beer drinker, and he said he hated craft beer, and so I brewed a couple beers for him. I brewed uh, just a straight blonde ale and a German Pilsner and and said, here, you got to try these. These are craft beers. I brewed them myself and they were close enough to a style he was used to right. that he loved them. And so when he tasted the blonde, he was like, oh, this is the best beer ever. <laughs> brew anything else. This is it. And then, you know, the Irish Red came along and he said how good that was. But then the Amber came along and that was what sold him. When that uh, Amber I made, uh, he was like, we could sell these. And I, I was like, yeah, you think so? And we'd have parties over and play poker and yeah. serving my kegged beer to everyone. And the responses were always pretty damn good. Yeah. You know, I, me, I'm just I'm just brewing it because I want to drink it. Yeah. I wasn't putting all that thought into it. He was. 
and then it, it, it never quit. <laughs> but, so we always talked about the dream of opening up a brew pub together, a little place to eat, have it in our hometown, which needs something here. So that's, that's really where it came from was him, him pushing me. And then it's when a- the building came in, uh, it was actually his idea. Cause you know, we had his house got wiped out from a tornado. I had moved and changed and my job was kind of taking me away from being able to brew as much. And then, uh, unfortunately our mom passed away and left us a little bit of life insurance money. And that's when my brother come to me one day, he's like, Hey, I need your help over here cleaning up. I was like, all right, I'll be over there in a little bit. And so I got over there and we start cleaning a little bit, but he's like, Hey, we've got an appointment. We got to go. And I'm like, uh, okay. I thought we were cleaning up mom's stuff. And he's like, yeah, we will in a little bit, but we've got an appointment. I was like, all right. Oh, so it, <laughs> up to the building I'm in right now, there's a giant for sale sign. I look at him and I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? And he goes, just a minute, let's get inside. So we get inside and he walks around and we're looking at this dump of a building on the inside that just needs gutted. And he looks at me and goes, this is our new brewery. Wow. I, I just dropped my jaw, looked around. I looked at him. I go, I'm in. Let's do oh, it. Oh, shit. That's for real? awesome. That's, that's an epic story, man. That's yeah. a great story. We would much rather throw caution to the wind. It's like me and him talked. Because, you know, you build something. You don't know if people are going to show up. You don't know if they're going to like it. But our thing was we would rather waste I shouldn't say waste. That's a wrong word. We would rather take the chance and risk all the money that our mom left us chasing a dream together. And right. we, that would have honored our mom, even if it didn't work and we lost it. At least then we're not singing shoulda, coulda, woulda at the end of our lives going, oh, man. Yeah. You fucking done something. Instead <laughs> of not. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You don't know if you don't try. So how, how long ago was that? How, how long what do you mean? That when, conversation when he he rolled you to the building and you're like, hey. Oh, once we walked in the door, he literally laid that on me right away. And I stood there for about 30 seconds with my jaw dropped and then said, I'm in. So how many years ago was that? Oh, it was, it was no, it was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. All right. So wait a minute. We're in the... <laughs> We're, we're in the middle of the hold pandemic. On, hold on, hold on, no. Your mom dies. January. Your brother hoodwinks you to go look at it at an empty building. No. And, and and you and in all that time, then you buy it and you open the brewery. Yeah, no. That's a hell of a story. Different. That's a- Just slight different. Mom, mom passed away in December of 2019 before the pandemic hit. Okay. But the offer on the building in january we okay. weren't closing until april march is when they finally really started announcing the pandemic and then yes we were freaking the fuck out we we're like <laughs> building in the middle of a pandemic oh god well they said it's only supposed to last a couple weeks for the right. <laughs> 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 you know, two- here's, here's 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 what really happened we didn't know jack shit well, and, and still don't, <laughs> and still don't. <laughs> exactly well um last week we had uh nick applegate another easy hops guy he did the iowa project up in spencer iowa and he was the same way i mean he opened what last may yeah in the in the middle of the shit oh man so and oh. He's like, well, we're we're in it. Let's yeah. let's do it. He 
he he had a hell of a road then opening up in May because I mean that's what we thought and we we thought the only saving grace was that we were rehabbing the building and we knew it was going to take a while. And you had time, yeah. Yes, yes. And and so we made it all the way to this March and, and you know, things are opening up a little bit. People are getting vaccinated. Rules are starting to release a little bit. And so hopefully it all continues and we can just be fully open and not worry about this anymore. Did, did, do you think that time helped, though, to be able to have that time to, to without a lot of the pressure to just get that building how you wanted it? Yes, Yes. Yeah. Because we, we went through everything to kind of try to put together a fine tooth comb. We wanted this place to feel like an old world Scottish pub, you know, something over there. Yeah. We love going over to Scotland. You know, my brother's been to Scotland like eight times. I unfortunately only had the pleasure of going once, but he's been there, England. And, you know, we just love the pub scenes. Over yeah. There. Yeah. So cool. The way it's, it's a community driven there. And that's you know, I, really what we wanted here. It's yeah, I, I will say, go, coming to your spot, it was definitely very like communal, commun, communal, and pubish. With you know, the times I've you know been in England, it's like you go and it's like elbow to elbow, and it, you know, it's just it's a different vibe. It's a yeah. different vibe from you know your average brewery where it might be you know nice and uh, you know, modern type, whatever. Right. What, did, what did Nick call it last week? Uh, I don't know what the hell they called it. Some some weird term. That's a lot of booze ago. <laughs> that's, that's like a week ago, bro. It's <laughs> not even a week ago. That's a lot of booze. But ago. no, no. What you've done with that space, man, it's ridiculous. Thank and you. and you know people people feel like they need to come to report to me when they come to your spot. <laughs> <laughs> so when they come to Di- to, to Windshift or Diametric, they're like, "You've been to Grain Valley." I'm like, "Yes, I've been." Simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, it's like a game, though. Everybody's like, "Can I get to a brewery before Nigel does?" That's that's a, that's a good game. It's a dangerous game. It's, look, you're not going to win often. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's not many places, too many places I have not been. Even though there's two new, there's another brewery that's opened in Gardner this past weekend. Um, experiment, not experiment. Experiment, experiment that opened in Garden City. Not Garden City, Gardner. Gardner, Gardner. Kansas. They need to do a a, a beerment gum beer. <laughs> do, you, do you know what they need to do that? <laughs> I'm here for bad beer names. Are, are you? I can just churn those I've, out. I've got a list of beer names. If you ever need some <laughs> beer names, I got some. I got a whole fucking list of random shit that I might have come come up with when I was high. I'm gonna take a moment. <laughs> the uh, as 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 a whiskey guy, his shirt spot on. Whiskey helps. Well, I mean. <laughs> I'm guessing you probably have whiskeys at the bar. Here, I got to show you this at least. So we're a brewery, right? Behind me, all the taps. Right. Boop. Taps galore. Right. Look up here. Oh. oh. That's what I like to see. That's the stairway uh, to heaven. Sir, we've got a, quite a selection of scotch and some good bourbons. So I love me a scotch. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bourbon guy. I I haven't had a scotch in a long time. So what what what's what's your favorite scotch up there? What what should I be what should I come drink? Um, I mean, well, there's a couple expensive ones that are pretty good, you know. Some, <laughs> but uh, uh, honestly, the best one I think for the money is a it, it's called Devron, and it's a 12 year. You could actually find a bottle of it at High V uh, for 39 bucks. Okay. Not very expensive at all for a 12-year, 
but I swear it is one of the best. And I'll put it up against all the 18s and 20 years. Really? Oh, uh, it's fantastic. It's so smooth. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a Highland, so okay, more vanilla and right coffee notes in it. No notes as opposed to the Islays that are all peaty and smoky. And I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't mind a peaty though. I I do like they the can get a little too peaty to me. Oh, I yeah, love it. But but I, but I'm a bourbon guy, so I want a little a little different got taste. Got you. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> We got a few of those too. We got quite a good selection. We're trying to work on with the bourbons as well. So, we're we're trying to grow it. That's one weird thing is like my brother and I, obviously being Scottish descent, we want to be able to have one of the largest Scotch selections in Kansas City area. That's then, one of that's our. A, that's a good goal. I, that's a solid goal. That's a solid goal. Great so, beer, great Scotch. Yeah. Yep. What's, what, uh, what's going to go wrong? What's your What's your brother doing? And uh, what, what's his What's his role? You got. Is, then, then I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna ask you. This like I did Nick last week at, uh, you know, his his high school buddies, his partner in, in crime. I yep. said, did, I'm like, did you make him your assistant brewer? Because we know what assistant brewer means. <laughs> <laughs> clean all the shit. Clean some kegs. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Unfortunately, I'm. I'm. I am my own assistant. <laughs> and so Nick was the same way. He, he, you know, but you know, it's, 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 you know, it's one of those things. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, you're fucking doing it. You know, it's part of the process. Oh yeah. It is what it is. My brother's uh great. Oh, the great thing about us is uh, I'm more of the artistic side. You know, I'll come up with recipes. I kind of fly by the seat of my pants. My brother is the definite numbers guy. And- gotcha. Thing in a fucking Excel spreadsheet, and I need to know everything. And you know what? We need him because I I'm in charge of production and beer and making sure that flows. He's actually running the rest of the show. Gotcha. He's in charge of the whole front house, the kitchen, and basically the big CEO manager. We're both the majority partners, but he he's. He definitely takes the cake when it comes to his analytical side and making sure this place runs properly. You know, that, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna digress. I know who, I know who, who your assistant brewer should be because she is <laughs> she is mentioned to me. She wants to get in, in the production side of brewing, Madalena. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and 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 as as young as she is, she has a really good palate, and she is she is ruthless on Untapped. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> she is. Love that girl, but she's, you know, she's one of those people that, with a little bit of training, a little bit of knowledge, you know, she's she'd be good at it. I just, oh, I just, she's super smart. Super yeah, smart. yes. And like you said, the palate for being twenty-two and having yeah. the palate she has for the beers she has. Oh, uh, yeah, she's getting involved. She and she, to- yeah, and she has opinion. She has opinions. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! Beer people have opinions. Yeah, they do. This is new. No, no, this no. is new to me. No, she has like <laughs> she, she is she is on a on because she and I would go hit breweries and she was like I was like oh my god I'm like you're you're mean. <laughs> <laughs> now you can approach things a little differently though. Who like, you because you, you don't um, no she the, she you, her shit is like your unvarnished. Rule, your rule is there may be a style I don't like, but I'm not going to say it's a bad beer. Touche, for the most part, yes. For the most part. Speaking of beer, what do we have? Speaking of beer, these, these bags are old. Yeah, these bags. These are like soft. I mean, no, these, these, these bags have been around for the whole for the whole year of the podcast. What are you talking about? 
Elk Valley Brewing, bourbon pecan pie barley wine. Holy crap. Yeah. Barley wine with toasted pecans and bourbon oak. Wow. I'm yeah. I'm a little excited about this. You should be. You're another, I, another OKC. Yeah. I was telling somebody uh, yesterday, I'm like, um, people don't think of Oklahoma City as, they don't think breweries. But they they are, for as young as they are breweries, I think the oldest brewery there is Coop, but, th- but they're the OG. They're like the boulevard, you know what I'm saying? The rest of them are probably four or five years old. And some of the beers they're putting out, I'm like, man, that's pretty damn impressive. That's a pretty beer, too. Pretty. Look at that. Look at that, kids. Look at that. That looks like I want you to know I'm a, I'm, a little, I'm a little excited about this one. What are you looking for, Brian? You looking for your beer? Did you lose it? No, I got the beer. <laughs> You're looking around like. <laughs> for a charger before I lose you. Oh, oh, no. uh-oh. That's never happened. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Is that good? That's really good. Oh, that's lovely. That is, that is, <laughs> what's my word? Fantastic. That, no, that's, that, no, lavish. Lavish. <laughs> look, look, I made the joke earlier about fancy. This is fancy. It is fancy. I'm, gonna, I'm drinking pinky up on this one. <laughs> Go proper. Scottish. <laughs> I really, I really like that. Good on you, Elk Valley. Yeah, Elk Valley does 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 a great job. So you so you're uh you've been in in Grand Valley for you, you grew up there, right? Yep. yep. So you've kind of seen the Kansas City beer scene uh, beer scene change. Oh yeah. You know over the years, um, what was it like to you know we've got all these breweries that that precede you. Obviously, you've probably been been around and gone to some breweries. Oh yeah. Um, what's your take on what Kansas City is nowadays? Because I think it's I think we're underrated. Yes. For sure. What, um, what's your, what do you think? I, I'm glad we finally started coming around like Denver. I'm used to the Denver scene, and it's right. been forever. So. It's it's another beer time. By, by, the, by the way, draft cam, that's a new thing on our yeah, show. Yeah, draft cam. Draft cam. <laughs> <laughs> you almost need one, one another arm, though. It's kind of, you need. I know. You need, you need some sort of device to hold it on your, on the front of your he face. He needs a boom operator. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this time. <laughs> We're going with uh, East 40 right there. Okay. We got their second breakfast porter. Oh, so, yeah, that's one of their most popular ones. Yeah, I love uh, it. Another another great uh, brewery, another uh, awesome people. Um, Beer, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's hard with one hand. Hey, I, I got to do it. Got to do what we got to do, right? I, I mean, if but, you if you want to drink a beer, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm going to challenge all future guests. Draft cam. Draft cam. I like it. Well, not everybody's right behind the taps. Maybe that's the rule now. If you're at, if you're at a brewery, if you're at your brewery, draft be cam. close to the taps. Get there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's what's your take on on Kansas City and, and what we're doing? You were talking about uh, relating it to Denver. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. You just I love the fact that we're just blowing up and becoming like uh, the other areas. You know, we've needed it. Yeah. Everyone loves the beer scene. The craft beer community is bar none the best. And all the festivals we've been able to go to and everything, it's just, I love the scene finally expanding. And that's yeah. the, because it does nothing but better all of us. As one of us gets better, like you said, the more breweries that open up out here, what's happening? More people are venturing out. Yeah. 
people sharing with this people. You've got the other ones jumping around. Um, you got people coming in and talking about it. We've got people coming into your place. We've got people coming in, you know, their diametrics, wind shift. Right. Right. Making sure I don't die. There you go. Okay, good. There we you go. find a charger. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? Rule number one. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're good now. We're good now. Okay, good. Yeah. So it, it's awesome to be able to see the community, you know, especially the eastern Jackson County. Like yeah. Because all the breweries originally were all downtown. Yeah, yeah. And then you had a bunch pop up in Lee Summit and then slowly Blue Springs, now Grain Valley. Right. Well, let's see. We've got We've got five in Lee Summit. We've got two in Blue Springs, right. one in Grain Valley. We're getting a I know it's Cass, but we're getting a Belton. And then you got Grandview. And you got Grandview. I mean, let's keep it real. It's it's that it's that Eastern Jack Cass yeah. is, is shout, gonna be a nice shout out to Lynn from Windship because she did that book. Yeah. And it's all the Eastern Jackson County breweries. Because yeah. it's bringing people out here. And and let's keep it real. I've been to Grain Valley once. And it was a tattoo shop across the street because <laughs> my daughter needed a piercing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now it, it makes it a destination. And and then it's right off the highway. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, literally, you hop off I-70, two, three minutes, you're at the brewery. Yeah, super quick access. Yeah, because I was like, when I went down, I was like, oh, shit, I've been here. Yeah. You, you know, I'd, I'd seen that building, but, you know, I never really thought, you know. But, no, it's uh, that's what I loved about it. Before you guys open, I don't know how many people are asking me about the brewery in Grain Valley. I'm like, I don't own it. <laughs> I'm not even part of it. But they're asking me. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm aware, and I know who it is. Well, that's been great. I mean, that's a community that's it's grown a ton, like housing development, right? Yeah. But that little downtown district has been stagnant. No, for it's a long. It's, it's, like twenty years ago, there was a pizza place. Yep. Right, and that tattoo shop has been there for a long time. Yep. But that was it. The only thing that survived. Yeah. Besides the bank, but I mean, you can't. Banks don't die. They don't. They don't die. <laughs> they, have, they have a. They have all the money. <laughs> you know what? You. It's. It's easy to survive when you hold all the cash. <laughs> so what? What's it been like? Um, obviously, you know, like like Nolan down at Transparent, when they decided to open a brewery in Grandview, the mayor was like, "Goddamn right, we. Everybody else has a brewery." Why don't we have a brewery? What was it like when you went to the city and we're like, we're like, hey, we want to do a brewery? Same. They they were real happy, you know, because like you said, there isn't much in Grain Valley. The only thing that's been here is a few biker bars and Mexican restaurants galore. But so when we came to them with the idea of a brewery and a pub kitchen idea, they were ecstatic. They want new, fresh business coming in to keep people in Grain Valley. Grain Valley's gotten big comparatively. No, it's not Blue Springs or Lee Summit level, but compared to what Grain Valley was, it has blown up in the last Oh, yeah. And so there's nothing here for people to stay here. So the city has been nothing but helpful. They, they, they've been exemplary when it comes to all this. It was, it was nice. They're really happy. That's cool, I th- and I think I think Brad down at uh, Broken Hatchet in Belton has gotten the he's, same he's gonna same response. Similar thing. even though Belton's you know kind of built up, but the downtown no, is uh-huh. not much down there, and you know, and let's keep it real. Whether you Eric, most people drink beer, 
you may not know you like craft beer, but you know what you have. You've got an amber. You know you can go to Dimetric. It's together. finding the gateway, right? Yeah, right? like his brother, he found the, he found the <laughs> gateway. And and look what that'll happen. You just, <laughs> like I don't like craft beer. Now he owns one. That's 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 literally the greatest story I've ever heard. I think is that a lifetime movie? What is that? <laughs> it's a lifetime movie. My brother hated craft beer, and now he owns a brewery. Not so yeah. now you have now you have to now you have to name a beer. My brother hated craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can do that. You know what I'm saying? My brother's foe. That's what we'll name it. <laughs> My brother's foe. <laughs> or brother's folly. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, that's an amazing story. That's a great story. But I think I think I, I'm going to be real curious, and this is just because you know I'm a. I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of a city nerd, okay. But to watch you guys and what's going on down at, down in Belton, and to see that you guys are gonna have some stories to tell, I think about how the rest of those little communities, business communities, develop and what happens. Well, yeah. Next, because you could be a real spark for some growth. We, I, I, I fully believe that. Yeah, yeah. We, it was funny. We tried to buy a building next to us to get some extra space for storage and just other ideas. And everybody, we were like, hey, will you sell to us? And they're like, nah, but you know, <laughs> we'll give you over that. No, we're waiting. Yeah. We're all shutting down to wait to see what happens because of us opening. They're yeah. right. Property values will go whoop, whoop. Well, again, you're just, you're, you're. But you're, that's what you want to happen. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a whole, you're getting a whole group of people who have never been to Grain Valley. I yep. guarantee you. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you. I mean, that's that's what's that's what breweries do. I mean, look here. Here's what I knew of Green Valley growing up before I before I moved there right after I was married. Uh, when I took driver's ed in high school in Blue Springs, one of our assignments was to drive through downtown Green Valley. That's it. <laughs> that's what I knew. <laughs> did, you, did you have a substitute fucking the uh, driver's ed teacher? What the hell? Uh, you know, look, look. We were one of the last to uh, to have driver's ed as part of your high school. Like that was my oh, class. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't actually drive. We had like simulators. Oh yeah, no, we had. <laughs> Wait, we, you had just... simulators back then. Yeah, bro. Really? At Dell City High School. Hell yeah. I mean, you're kind of old. I'm old. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> don't tolerate that. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I'm gonna bring him. I'm gonna bring him some pickle beer and then see what happens. Oh, you already <laughs> did that once. I still haven't forgiven you. That's the one beer where I say, yeah, it's a bad beer. Really? He, he does. He pickles like, are from the devil, he man. He likes cucumbers, but he doesn't like pickles. Why would you ruin a good cucumber? What'd that <laughs> cucumber do to you? <laughs> so, so I got a I got a question for you. Are you a yoga guy? Yes. Tell us about that, because that's I'm a yoga guy, right? But I don't know many dudes, especially in beer, that do yoga. Tell, what, what's what's your history in yoga, man? What's that? What's that about? <laughs> It, it started for one specific reason, and it morphed into something else. Okay. So I will give you the very short version. I Weightlifting, trying to be a power lifter like a bunch of guys in my trade, and they were all older. I watched them all going through surgeries in their 50s and broken down because of weightlifting. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> that. And so what I got into yoga originally for – was flexibility. That was right. the thing I was thinking is like, I'm getting older. I want to make sure I stay loose, limber, flexible. I want to work on that. And then once I started, 
I found out the breath work and just the breathing and the focused intent was amazing for just many different reasons. And so it, it, it's been an amazing journey. The, I've been in it uh, about 14, 15 months now, and I am hooked. I just love it. Yeah. It, it, does it does it translate to your brewing? Mm, no. <laughs> Do you have a, is there a brew pose? Yeah. <laughs> Well, so so you know, the, the, it begs the question. Um, they just did goat yoga at di- at uh, Windshift last weekend. Oh, that's you've got awesome. that. You've got that giant patio. You got to yeah. do some. You got to do some goat yoga, man. They loved it. Those I little, heard about this. Those little ass goes cr- crawl on like you when you're walk doing all your, over you. Yeah, they. By the way, that's that both creepy and weird, man. <laughs> I, I will say, you know, I was when I got to Windshift on Saturday. I was asking Lynn how it was. She's like, it was cool, but those ghosts shit all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but and what's stopping them from shitting on you? Touche. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, no. it's a little creepy, man. It's it's Zen shit. It's Zen shit. Oh, so you don't care? You're you're in the moment. You, yeah, it's fine. Plus, they're baby goats. Usually, How big are their shits? They only eat grass, so you're good. That's just gonna make it stinkier. No. <laughs> <laughs> They did feed him some oats. Um, the Tony had some oats for, and they, they, they apparently they, they like oats. What he wants wants a little runny next time. <laughs> Does oats make it runny? I don't know. I, 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 oats kind of thicken I, it I, up. I, just, I think I just, oats thicken it up. Isn't that right, Brian? Yep. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> like thick and smooth. You know what I'm saying? That's beer name. <laughs> smooth. Thick and smooth. The next one, the follow up will be just deuce. Or or just cinder dick. Just, just go with that. I don't know how that even got approved. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> to them, to be able to name a beer cinder dick, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, and I mean, as soon as it's out there, right, you've just got a bunch of people saying dick. Right. And yep. it's, it's, it's probably a technical thing. It's, so, it's a special sort of cinder block. Cinder dick. Thunder coochie. You think, is that out there? No, no, I'm saying someone needs to come up with it. Just, thunder coochie. Oh, thunder coochie. Thunder dick. Why can't we have thunder coochie? I mean, hello. <laughs> Let me put that on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel, sell it. That's <laughs> all about the sales. I really, I really want to see the, the Nigel notebook sometime. I'll just send you the list. It's, it's just in my notes. I'll just send it to you. It's, it's, it's worth, uh, it's worth its weight in, in, Digital paper, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, two bitcoins. Yeah, I, I did. I, I did see two bitcoin. Yeah, I was, and I've never seen this before. I was, I went to Crane yesterday and picked up my my vaccine beer. That was a shit show, by the way. And there was a gas station right. God, those burgers look fantastic. Yeah, right by Crane, and that gas station said we sell Bitcoin. I was like. <laughs> At a gas station. Greatest scam ever. You can't buy it at a gas station? No, but I'm just Bitcoin in general. Got to be the greatest scam ever. Uh, well, is the, eh? people are cashing in. I mean, as long as you are cash they? In, I mean, as long as you cash in, get I mean, your money. Are they? No. <laughs> Sorry, I've got one for you. Okay, so someone uh, at, after the pandemic hit last year had 50,000 units of Dogecoin. They sold them a little while ago and made eh, on a $12 investment to get 
50,000 Dogecoin at that point. They sold it for five to 600 a couple months ago. Okay. Had that person held on till now, somebody would be sitting here with $30,000 on a $12 investment. That sounds, that sounds I, like the, I, 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 I still contend. It's eventually, I mean, because look, it's all based on real money, right? Like the yep. value has to, at, at some point in the process, the value has to be based on, on real, real money. fiat money. Right. <laughs> right. So eh, look, there's going to be a lot of people get screwed. Yeah. Somebody's going to make money. Yeah. But that's how scams work. <laughs> I like to call them Ponzi schemes. <laughs> pyramid. Touche. It's a pyramid, right. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your what's your vision for for I mean you guys are was it was it was it been, has it been six months? Nope, month. Wow, it's only been a month. Month since we opened, bro. It seems like so long ago when you opened. Yep. That was on St. Patty's. Yep. And you, I, we thought we well, like, to be honest COVID, with you, if COVID has ruined anything, it's like relative time. Well, I I, I mean seriously, when when they opened on St. Patty's, I'm like they're mad, but apparently it was busy as fuck. And really, after St. Patty's and that weekend after, all I heard about was how busy you guys were. <laughs> that that first week was ridiculous. I mean, it was ridiculous. And, and yeah, that was the way I equated it. We picked St. Patty's Day to open up, and the way I equated it was we're a boxer going in. I wanted to take their their uppercut and right hook right off the bat. I mean, yeah, Didn't you- wake you up. <laughs> From that point forward, it's like, all right, let's go. I've already taken your best. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. So how big of a system do you guys have? Small, 1.8 barrel. Oh. Yep, tiny. It's what we could fit in the space and with uh, what we were trying to do and uh, the financial model we were trying to go for. So so what's what's the plan going forward? Because um, as I always tell Tony at Windshift, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 you just my experience working with Tony for I've been there since the beginning, so this is the story of how I ended up ended up working at Windshift. It was Lynn and Tony, and I was there drinking beer. I'm like, do you guys need some help? <laughs> <laughs> you were they just were, there drinking. Yeah, they were just so busy. I'm like, you guys need some help, and I was the first person that they quote unquote hired, and with it within within four months, it was like. And and he and he's he's bought new fermenters, new fermenters, and then you know fucking uh, TD tossing, not TD tossing. Uh, uh, um, what's the beer? What's the beer? Patrick Mahazy? No, 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 no. At Windshift, um, the New England IPA. I can't. I, I'm brain farting right now. Tony knows what it is, don't you, Tony? Because he always listens. Um, sorry, Tony. <laughs> but I mean, it, he, he, he he'll pay you his wage back. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it's to the point now where that beer is so popular that, you know, there's a fermenter just for that beer. Yeah. And he scaled up fermenters, 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 and he's still, it's, he's still fucking working like a crazy man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he also has a full-time job. No shit. Do you still have your full, full-time gig? Yes. Oh shit. For <laughs> real? <laughs> Yep. Damn. I'm just as nutty as Tony. So I, work, <laughs> I, work I knew it. <laughs> 40 hours a week. And then I come to my brewery gig. So do you have, do you have an exit plan? Yeah. I, I'm, 
I'm right now I'm trying to work, uh, talk with them about taking me part time. So that way I can still keep my benefits. Right. Right. Uh, cause if I work 80 hours a month, that'd give me my full-time benefits and give me enough pay that I could survive to then come to the pub a lot more. Right. Uh, and, and that is the plan. And then if everything goes well, what we're already talking about is, uh, we're talking with the bank right now to try to work out a little business loan to upgrade systems, but yeah. that system would not even fit in this building. So, so we, do, do you have a, do you have, do you have a plan for what you're going to do when you uh, go bigger on the system? Yeah, we, we've got, uh, some good friends with industrial space around us here in green. Oh, nice. Nice. So we would just get an industrial space, and right. Turn it into production. Yeah. Do it like the fringe model, like, like fringe right. did. They just yeah. got a different place and yeah, because they, you know, they were in the same boat and Tony's in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, Sol Solar tsunami, by the way, that's the beer. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Brain sorry, fart so, over. Yeah. Brain fart over. But yeah, I mean, it, I can, I can already see you in three more months being like, fuck. Cause I, how often are you, are you brewing at this point? Uh, most of the time to try to <laughs> but the problem is is like we've got the main stuff going and it's just yeah there's no way we're going to keep up with demand yeah. we've got to get a bigger system because yeah. you know we talk to people beforehand it's like hey what are your numbers what are you going through and get some ideas and it we've had such a good response we are just crushing through the beer yeah so it we, it was a bit of an awesome aha moment. It's like, holy shit, people really like it. But at the same point, it was like, holy shit, people really, <laughs> really like it. <laughs> One point barrels, I am fucked. And 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 you know you're doing good business because even Mark over at, at Fringe, you know, you guys had um, their water for elephants. He's but, like, I, he's like, I'm not sure I can keep up with their demand for the shit. <laughs> And they and and they significantly yeah. upgraded. So at the day I was there, Mark was over bringing over kegs to you guys. Mark has to bring kegs two to three times a week. Yeah, it's but, ridiculous. But, but, well, let's keep it real though. Seltzer. Let's keep it real. That that the, those seltzers that they're doing, yeah, they're they're they're, they're the they're the best seltzers I've ever market. had. His yeah. punch. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, there we say lavish. Yeah, like, 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 like that. That's Pinky that, Seltzer. That's Pinky, Pinky Seltzer. Seltzer. <laughs> Pinky Seltzer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell that name to him. Pinky Seltzer. It should be like a champagne seltzer. Right. Oh, well, yeah. we, by the way, we've we've got a meeting with Mark tomorrow. Tell him I said that. Pink, <laughs> Pinky Seltzer. We're gonna, we're gonna have to go down there. Nice. He's bringing over more kegs tomorrow because we're actually already out of the ones he brought us at the end of last week. Damn. <laughs> We keep promoting them. We love it. And the people here love it, you know, because that's the one thing is we wanted to try to provide a bunch of stuff because, you know, yeah. not everyone loves beer. Right. Shame on them. But. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, but I, I and you're not the first to do it, but I love that you're what, what you're you're doing where it's like there's a lot of great breweries all around us. We're going to give you their beer as well as ours. Yes. And you don't name it in, name another industry where you do that. None. Zero. Cares. And that's the great thing is like you can look at our taps behind me. And unfortunately, you know, with getting open and the construction we were doing, we were only able to open with limited beers of ours. We'll, we'll be adding more frequently, but we have 24 taps behind us, three eight tap towers. And what we're going to do is two of the tap towers will be our beers once 
the production is ramped up and to that point, no big deal. And then the other tower will always be guest brewery yeah. area. I we we don't want to give that model up. We love being able to promote. No, nah, that's I mean that's no, I, I that's, think that's that's, that's a, what yeah. makes craft beer so good and a tap room. Well, right? you know, I mean, but but even I don't think what you're talking about is even really a thing on this. I mean, there might be a few places. I mean, Oak and Steel does the same thing where. But they don't have their own beer. But you have your own beer. But you're also I'm going to feature local beers as well as, as ours. Where where other places might might have their own beer, but they might and they feature things that may not be quote unquote local. It's right, just craft. True. You that's know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I I love that concept. I think I think it's I think it's 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 perfect. Um, I I would say maybe shout out to uh, uh, to uh, beer station. Yes, because they do they do rep the locals. You can go over there and get a diametric, right? You know, some, and some shit like that, which is which is great. Um, but they don't have their own beer. They're they're a beer right. bar, you know. So no, look, kudos to you for doing that because it's a lot of times you go to a place and then you might have something on tap. They're like, well, where is that? That's in Lee Summit, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but, and they don't they don't even know, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people come, to, whether to be grains and taps, or wind shift, or diametric, and have never been there and have never heard of it, and they live in the same city. Right. But it's 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 mind boggling to me. Well, look, being the, being the neighborhood hub is key, right? That's number one. But also, craft beer people are going to move around. Oh, They're yeah. going to go. They oh, yeah. like to go hit all of the different ones. So well, what you're doing true. is just going to. Is just going to drive traffic to the other ones, and they're just going to drive traffic back to you. There, I say Scott Kranz. Scott Kranz. Yeah, Scott Kranz. First, Hold on. first what is that? What, what do you call them? The first family of Kansas City beer. There you go. First the, family. Yeah, I mean, they. When I saw Scott yesterday, because he brought me beer yesterday, on the weekends, their family they go around and pick up beer from different breweries and take them to people that they know. I would have loved to have seen their their trunk load during Together We Can. Oh no, they they picked up beer for four or five people yeah. every every time that's crazy mostly for courtney's service <laughs> shout out to courtney <laughs> hey well, next just... one fringe seltzer there uh, we go okay there you go which one is it well which one do you want grape or fruit punch i'm a fruit punch, the fruit punch. oh you're a fruit punch guy look, okay. look, look the fruit punch is amazing but just like soda i'm always gonna go grape <laughs> i'm like i'm like radar o'reilly man give me that grape knee high i do love a grape knee high Maybe somebody needs to do a beer with that. A grape knee high beer. That'd be amazing. All right, let's call Tony up. <laughs> Tony. Tony. Grape knee high beer. What happened was. Right. Look how pretty that is. Man. I think that's your best pour of the night, bro. That's the best draft cam <laughs> we've had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your best one handed pour of the night. That's another beer name. One handed pour. One handed pour. All right, we've got uh cross train ditch beer twenty twenty one. Does it say ditch beer or bitch beer? Ditch beer. Okay. Shout out. By, by the way, if, if somebody could get bitch, bitch beer, beer approved, <laughs> I'm buying a case. I mean, they, they got they got F F asterisk CK 2020 approved. Really? Oh yeah, I missed been, that. One. Oh yeah, it's been several. But uh, no, thanks. Shout out to uh, Scott Kranz. He, he brought me those. Cross train, great uh, great brewery in uh, I think in Omaha. I believe that's right. Yeah. Yep. Do it. Pop it. Let's see. That was okay. Yeah. Not my best for the night. <laughs> Still a good sound. Yeah. We're opening beer. That fucking barley wine is ridiculous. Oh, my Lord. Is it good? Oh, my God. That's, that's pretty amazing. 
I'm just I'm gonna throw that out. There. I, th- I think I have another. I might just bring it to you. It's that good. Nice. Yeah. We we actually what's funny is we did a, a, a the founders brick wall right. Uh-huh. We had a guy that bought a brick. His son lives here in the area, but he's from Tennessee actually, and so he actually works for a craft brewery there in Tennessee, and he brought us back some of the beers that they have. He brought us back a six pack over this weekend. And what brewery was it? In here, you know what? Give me just a second. I'll okay, show I love that pause. Exit stage left. <laughs> I, I like this ditch weed. I mean, I'm sorry, ditch beer. That's a ditch weed. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm from Southwest Missouri. That just slipped out. That's very grassy smelling. Here we go. See what I mean? It's uh, Perry Logic Brewing. I've never, I've never heard of them. Apricot sour ale. Where's it in Tennessee? What's it say? Paris, Tennessee. Huh? Hey, where's, where's Paris? I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know there was a Paris, Tennessee. I've been to Paris, Texas. I've been to Paris, Texas. Have you? <laughs> I, I actually want to say that I, that might have been that might have been a newspaper I was associated. It probably with. was <laughs> Paris, Texas news. Look, are, are there are if there's a rural paper, I may have been associated with it at one point in time. Wow, what is what is that? I, what was that described as? It really was. It's got it's got like a it's a look look. I think ditchweed might have been close. No, it's it's <laughs> that is like dank. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. Contains no cannabis derived products. Oh, so it is, it is sort of a danky, uh-huh. grassy. It's so green. It, it it literally tastes like we don't get a description. No, if if I steeped some hot water over some weed, it would taste like this. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not even kidding. It's like I look, but it's not a bad oh thing. My, no, it, no, dude, it smells I mean, like it smells like weed. That's not how. That's an all right thing. No, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you don't, even need, you don't so, even need your medical card. That is so grassy. That is crazy. I mean, it may... Yeah. Well, we, I mean, you know, I mean, you know this. Weed and hops are in the same family, right? Yes. So, you know, this is this is my description of weed and hops. So, you have a, you have a house, right? The hops live upstairs. And then, uh, and, and then the weed lives in the basement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> They're cousins, you know what I'm saying? They live in the same house. You don't come upstairs, you don't come downstairs, unless you want to get high. <laughs> that fruit punch looks good, by the way. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Mark? Mark does It's fantastic. Kudos, Mark. Yeah, cheer, kudos. cheers to Mark. That's my, that's my, that's my dude me. right there. You know, you know what he did? He's one of my favorite like mad scientist beer guys. You, you know what he did? He took our stickers and made them magnets. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. I haven't gotten them yet, but damn. Anyway. And, and look, it wasn't my jam, but the cotton candy beer was one of the craziest, most no, awesome things no. I've ever had. No, shout out to Rodney Beagle. Well, but yeah, with them. Because that, that, that was yeah. that was that those two. That was together. that collab. Oh. <laughs> that collab. That that collab. That <laughs> that that their collab. <laughs> I, look, not my jam. That wasn't, a, crazy that, wasn't awesome. a, that wasn't a great burp. That are was, you pour, are you pouring something else? <laughs> you what? Are you pouring something when else? The grass dro- <laughs> the glass drops below the waist. <laughs> are you are you pouring that beer from uh, Paris, Tennessee? No. Oh, yo, Kobe. <laughs> He's pouring a little a little uh, a little sidecar. Yeah. You got to get a little something. But yeah, no, they uh 
they got a good one. They got a mahogany rush, which was a spiced ale brewed with uh, cocoa nibs, coffee, and vanilla. It was actually really good. They got a smashed New England style IPA that was okay. But I got to give them credit because the apricot sour ale is actually fantastic. It sounds really good to me. Yeah. It was. It was. It was good. It was good. He brought us a few. It was awful nice. Like I said, he he works for that brewery there. His name is Brian Nielsen. Great guy. Come in a few times. Every time he visits his son here, he's been into our bar. And nice. He just loves it. He bought one of the bricks. And great guy. Great guy. Once again, I mean, the craft beer community, man. It's all love, man. It is. I mean, there's a few dicks out there, but generally not. Eh, you know. I, I would say fewer, like, in, you know, if you look at different communities and clubs of, of businesses stuff there are fewer dicks yeah than in no in, uh, no i mean others. i mean and, and, and brian knows this i mean if you needed something and another brewery had it you know they'd be like oh sure come get it right uh, or, or we'll bring it to you yep i mean All the guys have been so great yeah you call tony ask him for some advice he's right on it tony will give you the shirt off his back he's a great dude yeah great dude you know, you can't ask for any better. Him and Lynn are awesome. Oh, yeah. Lynn, 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 though, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, I'll let Ni- you- Nigel's, Nigel's going to get knifed. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> L- 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 Lynn, Lynn thinks I'm three people. <laughs> I'm a she been drinking. <laughs> she she said she just didn't know what she was. She made a schedule, and she had me schedule. I'm like, well, you know I have a, other, I have a day job, you know. <laughs> you know I work full-time somewhere else. <laughs> We laughed about hey, it. it I, I know you're you're you are just working to keep up with demand because your opening has been awesome. But are there some other brews you're waiting to churn out? Yeah, that that vanilla latte stout for sure. When's um, that happening? Uh, that one's not going to happen till after. Uh, with the requests I've had and the big popular demand. Are you tech uh, requests? Well. <laughs> he's like he's like a cover band of breweries. Are you like are you like are you like Casey Kasem? Yeah, yeah. Long distance dedication. <laughs> Up next on Top Forty Radio, the IPA. Which <laughs> then following that, we need a sour. I think we need to start doing that on the show, doing long distance dedications. Oh, we totally should beer dedications. <laughs> okay, then what we've come up with new new things for the show tonight: draft cam and long distance dedications. Yes. Boom. Everyone draft taps right behind them. Yeah. Yeah. If you if yeah, if you're the brewery, you gotta be by the taps. Draft cam. <laughs> <laughs> you just bro, you just create when we run the credits, we'll give you credit. Perfect. Draft cam creator. Does that mean we have to we have to start running making credits now? It's gonna be like three credits. It's gonna be me, you, and Brian at okay. this point. There we go. <laughs> it's gonna be like really fast. Like because one of those, our, one of those our, our rule number number four for this this show is we don't edit. Is that rule number four? I've edited one show. Uh, that just broke rule number four. Well, well, like she, it, was, it was for a friend. She, she asked me to edit it out. Uh, okay. She, and it she, was, I think it was important. She might have blown a big plume of smoke into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so after, after the stout, what's, what's, what's next? You probably have some ideas. You probably have a list of beers you need to do, right? Oh, yeah. My brother was uh, worried about a list, so I gave him a list. It had two, two. <laughs> put that in your Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, he did. He did actually <laughs> fifty-two beer lists, and I said, "Is that enough?" He goes, "Yeah, I think that's good." I was like, "All right." Well, 
One of the ones I'm really looking forward to do that I want to try, uh, I found some new grains through Brees that are supposed to give a toasted marshmallow flavor. So I, I wanted to do a, a toasted marshmallow porter with that one. And I thought that would be fun. And then another one that I want to do is just an Imperial Red IPA. Oh, there you go. Kind of like my Irish, but just make it a lot bigger and bolder. Yeah. Throw a ton of hops at it. I like it. So those are the two that I'm kind of intrigued by. Of course, the vanilla latte stout, but that that toasted marshmallow porter, that one to me, I'm, I'm like, that's a little different. I want, I'm ready for that one. I want to try that one. You know, you're, you're super young as a brewery, but I, it, it, it feels like you've been around for a while, which is, is, is weird. You know, even you're like, it's been a month. I'm like, well, no, it seems like you've been around for like nine months. Have you, have you thought about maybe, maybe you have before you even opened, you know, like let's say two, three, five years down the road, what, what, what you want to do. I know the one of the things we talked about to Nick last week was, you know, he was all about ingraining himself in the community and doing things. I don't want to be just a brewery, but I want to be this, you know, this institution or, you know, some wants sort to be of a part of the community. Yeah. Where he's, where he's and it's, open. and it sounds like since you're from there, you already, you already have that vibe, but what, what, what are your thoughts going forward? Uh, we've got a few different things that we want to involve. Like, so they're getting us involved with food truck Fridays. Um, nice. Green Valley has a food truck Friday that they want us to get the proper licensing and a, I guess a trailer so we can legally set up there. And that way we could offer beer for them locally. That's kind of a cool, you know, community thing. Um, another community thing that my brother's really into due to his, uh, occupation as a day job is, uh, he has been a teacher forever and now he's moved up to be a principal. So he's the big wig at his school. But what he wants to do because of that is he wants to come up with a beer and call it academia ale. And so $1 out of the proceeds of that beer will go to a scholarship fund. And at that point, iron kettle will match all proceeds. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. It's by the way, it, does that does that mean it has to be a boring ale if it's academia? <laughs> but, but no, 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 no. Like, I'm just kidding. My, my Te- wife is a teacher. teacher. I get it. Teachers <laughs> like beer, especially some of teachers. They like beer. Teachers love to drink. I'm just, they love I'm, to, yeah. I'm just having some fun. <laughs> like, by the way, when I get home, I'm going to get knifed. She doesn't listen to the podcast. You're good. No, my son does, but my wife doesn't. But he's gonna he's gonna tell her, <laughs> and he will tell him, <laughs> as he should. Yeah, that's funny. No, that's that's a great idea. My my son's first reaction after listening to epi- our first episode, Dad, what shit ton what's mean? A, what's a shit ton? What's it's, a shit ton? It's fifty eleven. Fifty eleven. Song. Fifty eleven. That's a question. <laughs> that's, that's a valid, valid question, and we had an answer for him. We're we're here molding the youth. That's right. On this, show. this is an educational programming. <laughs> educational, Edu- I like to education. Educational. <laughs> That's when he's education ish. Don't let <laughs> tell you kids that beer doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you to own a brewery. <laughs> and that's how you get rich when, when, you're, when your brotherhood <laughs> winks you. <laughs> when you're drinking your own product, right? Behind. That's right. I mean, what 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 was the phrase? Don't get high off your own supply. Exactly. <laughs> What's up, man. That was that was uh, that was that was Kid Rock from New Jack City, right? Yeah, or Chris Rock, sorry. 
probably, but it was probably something on the street before that movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> well, look, as 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 an '80s and '90s kid, all drug references go back to New Jack City. That a great movie, by the way. Great movie. That was the bro. It's been a pleasure to have you on, man. Thanks, guys. It's yeah, fun. It's been a blast. Yeah. Um. I, once, once. Are you fully vaccinated yet? I. By the way, as of last Friday, I am all in the clear. So, two so, weeks post. So he might actually leave summit. Yeah, I left. I left the metro last weekend for the first time. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. You went to uh, someplace. We went to a cabin in the woods. Did you bring any beer? We didn't do jack shit. You didn't take any beer or bring any beer. Oh, I took beer with me. I took beer and booze with me, and we stayed in a cabin in the woods for three days and didn't do anything but drink with the child. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look, somebody somebody had to be in charge. The teenager was was in charge. Oh, is he a teenager now? (laughs) Uh, dude's for he's high school next year. Oh shit! Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> host. I'm host. Hey, how can people follow Iron Kettle? Facebook and Instagram. We've got an iron the Iron Kettle page, Iron Kettle Brewing, uh, both on Facebook and Instagram. And then, uh, due to my brother's great idea, uh, <laughs> we have the Kilted Brewing guy at Facebook and at Kilted Brewing on Instagram. Do you have a kilt on right now? No. Do you wear a kilt while brewing? Yes. I wear a kilt here all the time. At the moment, I didn't because I actually had to clean them all. It's the day <laughs> off, so all my kilts were dirty. So Now, does your kilt have pockets? Yes. Okay, good. The utility kilt. Yep. Ut- yeah. Is, I saw, it, is, I, it, is it a cargo kilt? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, saw, I saw one of those. I was like, I could rock one of those kilts. You should. Now, now, now really, the question is, are you, are, do you go commando when you wear a kilt? Well, I wear it true Scottish fashion. But I don't know what that is. That's commando. <laughs> oh, is it? I will leave that to your imagination. You know what? Beer name. True Scottish fashion. You need to write that down. True like- Scottish fashion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put you on the label on the can. There we go. <laughs> you know what's fun is we got the top shelf whiskey, right? So we have a ladder to get up there. And oh. last weekend, uh, because I was bartending, I had two ladies as someone sent me up the ladder to get some whiskey uh i got told i needed to go back up the ladder because the lady's picture was blurry (laughs) (laughs) and so she showed me her camera the picture was blurry and i was up on the ladder so two ladies who do not drink whiskey ordered a shot of whiskey each just to see me climb the ladder again in my kilt yeah, <laughs> it pictures. So if 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 you need if you need a pimp, Nick and I are available. <laughs> new, new business venture, right? <laughs> Iron Kettle uh, Kilt Team. I don't know what that. that. Iron Kilt Four. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a like a movie sequel. Yeah, it's like a Godzilla karate type situation. It's like the Dependables. Right. <laughs> Not even confused with the depends. Right, Bob. Right. <laughs> different, different, different movie, different genre. Different movie, different time. Yeah. So, Nick, where can they find us? You can find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, we don't really do the Instagram thing, but you can listen to the Beers with Nigel podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or really any of your favorite podcast apps. And Nigel, YouTube, Vimeo. You can find us there, and here's and, the coolest uh, thing. If you got one Alexa. of them Alexa devices, just say, hey, Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel podcast. You can do it there. And 
You know what? We got some really good friends that help us make this podcast. Roll the tape up. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.